Facebook partners with Coinbase. The first Bitcoin futures ETF trades to the upside. Southwest drops a major plan for unvaccinated staff. And the SEC is assessing payment for order flow. This is the running with the money briefing. Let's get into it. We are back with another briefing here at Running With The Money. As you all know, I'm your host, Luke Donay. But if you're new, well, you know me now. Either way, getting into the market or what in the world is going on within the markets, we are seeing more upside action across the major indexes. If you take a look, the Dow Jones Industrial up 159 points. NASDAQ up 101 points. S&P up 30 points. And the Rust 2K up 12 points. Meanwhile, the VIX falling 3.25%. So a pretty darn solid day within the markets today. And, you know, it's not a very big um, noteworthy day when it comes to news here in the markets, but we do have some significant company-specific headlines that we're going to dig into today. So Coinbase um, has been tapped by Facebook to, in essence, be their custody partner um, of Facebook's new wallet here called Novi. Now, Novi is going to be rolled out in a small pilot program um, throughout the United States and surprisingly Guatemala, um, and it will enable users to receive and send money abroad instantly, no fees. Um, this is something Facebook has been developing. There's a crypto wallet called Novi, um, and it's a very interesting, um, I honestly, I believe, uh, part of Facebook advancing here when it comes to the crypto space. Now, you really take a look, and in essence, Coinbase is going to be supporting Novi uh, via Coinbase custody, according to CNBC, which keeps funds secure with its software that manages crypto transactions. So pretty much Coinbase, in the meantime, is going to be the back end um, when it comes to actually holding and maintaining custody of these cryptos for Facebook's Novi, which is going to be Facebook's, in the future, their crypto wallet. So very interesting stuff coming out of Coinbase and Facebook. And, of course, you saw positive price action in Coinbase on this news. Coinbase is a name that's been getting love um, quite a bit recently. Today, Coinbase up uh, 4.59%, up 13 points, continuing to push to the upside. And that's the highest level we've seen since all the way back um, right around March. So crazy price action coming out of Coinbase um, on this news here. Now, I don't think, and I don't believe you believe, um, that this is the only reason Coinbase is moving to the upside today, because if you take a look at the crypto space, it's also been getting a little bit of a boost. Now, why has it been getting a boost? Well, guess what else? Uh, we are seeing this first Bitcoin ETF, this ProShares Bitcoin strategy ETF, ticker symbol BITO, um, trading to the upside today. Now, it jumped 3% at the open, and then it's pretty much stuck around a 2% gain on the day, but you take a look and it is trading up right around $40.94. Um, so solid price action there. And in respect to that, Bitcoin is also trading higher. Um, Bitcoin today uh, up 1.45%. So solid price action in Bitcoin in this Bitcoin ETF and in Coinbase. Crypto area, the crypto industry starting to get a lot of love um, from the markets. Now, shifting in the Southwest, dropping this plan to basically put unvaccinated staff on leave. So originally, they were going to put workers on leave who were unvaccinated um, or, you know, did had pending transactions or pending exemptions on their vaccine, um, and they were going to leave. Those, um, those employees were going to have to leave uh, December 8th or by that deadline. 
Well, they changed it. They scrapped this plan for those employees being forced out by December 8th. Um, they pretty much said, you know what, you guys, we need you. You need to stay. Um, and we're going to give you an extension on that deadline. Please get your exemptions in. And if you don't get vaccinated, um, we're going to try to figure out how you can keep on working. Now, this comes to no surprise, at least to a lot of investors at the moment, because as we know, just last week, Southwest was having to cancel a bunch of flights. And one of the core reasons for that, of course, According to some sources was that they were shorthanded. They were short staffed. Um, and I don't believe that they're going to, you know, Southwest, it's not smart for them to go out and lay off all these employees just because they don't have a vaccine um, when their company can't operate already to its full capacity because of short staffing. Um, so that's definitely something to pay attention to. Southwest and a lot of these airlines struggling with this vaccine um, dilemma here on top of the fact that they do need to perform and they do need to run a company and they do need staff um, and a large part of that staff either doesn't want to get the vaccine or can't get the vaccine and that's you know starting to be a major issue for the airline industry now you're probably wondering why isn't this a big issue for a lot of other industries well large airlines are federal contractors and they're subject to the um, administration. They're subject to the federal government and therefore they have to abide by federal mandates and there is a federal vaccine mandate in place. Um, so that is why you are seeing these large airlines have trouble with this vaccine argument. Very interesting stuff going on over at Southwest um, and this probably is not going to result in the most positive price action but definitely something to pay attention to if you're a Southwest investor. And now shifting into the biggest analyst calls of the day. We have Goldman Sachs adding Walmart to the conviction list or conviction buy list. Now, what did Goldman Sachs have to say about Walmart? Goldman Sachs said, quote, we are adding buy rated Walmart to the America's conviction list and removing buy rated target while remaining constructive on fundamentals for both companies in 2022. We believe Walmart was one of the strongest stories at the Goldman Sachs 28th annual retail conference in September given the company's improving ability to grow EBIT dollars along with continued investments, which we think will gain investor attention at the company as the company executes over the coming year. So Goldman Sachs bullish on Walmart, pulling Target out of that conviction list. Interesting move there. Um, basically taking out some competition, inserting a new um, fundamentally strong company in that conviction buy list. Walmart, definitely a name to check out. We also had Piper Sandler with a big call, reiterating Coinbase as overweight. Speaking of Coinbase, we were just talking about them. Now, what did Piper Sandler have to say about Coinbase? Unquote, Piper Sandler said, first, U.S. Bitcoin futures ETF set to begin trading today. The ProShares Bitcoin strategy ETF is set to begin trading today after being tactically approved by the SEC last week. It will be the first Bitcoin-related ETF in the United States, and there are five additional Bitcoin futures ETFs on the similar path that could begin trading in the next few weeks. So, um, in essence, Piper Sandler believes that this, I, I would say that this um, whole entire momentum in the crypto world, this money flow going in to whether it's crypto ETFs, crypto names, individually, Coinbase, or Bitcoin itself, or cryptos themselves, um, in essence, they believe that this momentum is going to carry in the Coinbase and that Coinbase is going to see positive price action as these Bitcoin futures ETFs are approved. And then Bank of America reiterating Netflix as a buy. Bank of America saying, quote, the strength in recent content release and the market's response increased our confidence in Netflix's return to strong de growth despite tough comps near term. We see the continuation of some of the heavily viewed Netflix TV shows 
as likely driving subscriber growth in Q4. So they believe growth is going to continue. They believe um, in essence here, maybe there's a hint of under expectation within the market. They believe Netflix could be big, um, especially over the course of the next quarter Q4 as well. Now, shifting into Piper Sandler, um, reiterating Snap as a top pick. That's a name yesterday that got clobbered. It was down at 5% at one point, I believe. Taking a look, Piper Sandler saying, quote, Snap continues to build out new features of the platform and remains under-monetized versus peers. Plus, shares are down 9% off highs from September. Snap remains our top pick in digital advertising. Snap is another one of those um, social media technology names, um, Snapchat per se. Um, some people, you say Snap and they don't realize that it's Snapchat. Um, how that connection's not made, I don't know. But uh, Snap, Snapchat, basically another major social media name. They're under monetized compared to peers. And Piper Sandler believes there's opportunity there while the stock is off highs. And then Berenberg initiating coverage of Penn National and Churchill. Downs as by um and what did they have to say about Penn and Churchill Downs? Well, they said, "quote We initiate coverage of five gaming stocks, um, gaming names with buy ratings on Penn National Gaming, Churchill Downs, International Game Technology, and Scientific Games. We assume coverage of Fubo TV as a buy. We expect our coverage universe will benefit from the growing market recovery in retail gaming and improving social outlook surrounding the gaming sector." segments like digital and sportsbook. So they're betting big, Berenberg betting big on this entire um, sports betting arena, whether it's digital or not. They believe that gaming, um, that gambling, um, that sports betting will continue to grow. It'll continue to recover. And therefore, they are putting a buy rating on all those names, believing those names are strong ways to play the recovery in sports betting and digital sports books. And then Wedbush downgrading Zillow to neutral from outperform. Zillow had some news. Um, they stopped buying homes in essence. And what does Zillow have to say? Well, Wedbush said, quote, Zillow is seeing a backlog in renovations and operational capacity constraints driven by labor and supply constraints. That is leading Zillow to pause operations across all its markets simultaneously, which in our view leaves many unanswered questions in the near term. Wedbush not liking um, the questionability here with Zillow, how these delays are going to affect business, how these constraints and the backlog are going to affect business. Um, Wedbush not liking that, downgrading Zillow. And Zillow is a name that has been absolutely getting nailed. Some major investors actually selling out of the stock as well. And then Bank of America um, raised their price target on Tesla to 900 from 800. Bank of America saying, quote, prior to the quarter, we are slightly tweaking estimates for a few companies. Companies in our coverage universe, largely to account for calendarization between 3Q and 4Q, resulting in PO changes for APTV, KAR, Tesla, and VC. So, um, some price target changes there out of Bank of America, raising the price target on Tesla. Um, very interesting call there. And now, shifting into our final headline of the day, we have the SEC assessing payment for order flow. Oh, what's going on with payment for order flow? Well, 
Let's take a look. SEC Chairman Gary Gensler um, noted on Tuesday uh, that Wall Street's top regulator, um, according to CNBC, is working to determine if payment for order flow needs to be reformed or barred. He did have some pretty significant words. He said, quote, our markets have moved to zero commission, but it doesn't mean it's free, which is true. There's still payment underneath these applications. So basically, he's citing there that a lot of these brokers are being dishonest. Um, and then he goes on to say, quote, we've had cases that we've announced in the last 18 months where there has been this conflict between the broker on the one hand and this payment for order flow on the other. So he's basically citing there that the SEC is seeing a lot of conflicts of interest between this payment for order flow and the retail investor um, and therefore, or the firm and the broker, and therefore you're seeing a lot of issues here and that the SEC is assessing it. They're assessing if it should be reformed or barred. It'll be um, very interesting to see uh, if the SEC makes a decision on this anytime soon. Soon. Payment for order flow has been around for decades. And last time we went over this, a lot of firms were basically saying it ain't going anywhere. The SEC is just putting on a show. Well, I guess we're going to see if the SEC is all talk, no action, or actually is going to take action. Very interesting future ahead for payment for order flow, something that the markets are going to want to pay attention to. Names like Robinhood, for instance, make quite a bit off payment for order flow, um, and it's definitely you know going to affect those companies if payment for order flow is done away with. Now, shifting into the performance of the market real quick, today we are seeing Fang move to the upside, technology move to the upside, a lot of strength across the market as a a hole. Um, but you are seeing some weakness, especially over in the consumer defensive names. You're seeing some weakness in tobacco, footwear, apparel um, over there. And then you're also seeing some minute weakness in the rails. But besides that, many, many names across this market moving to the upside. If you take a look of what is leading the market today, you see healthcare leading the market today, technology right behind it, and utilities in third. Meanwhile, the only sector moving to the downside consumer defensive. Now, that is another complete episode of the Running With The Money podcast and briefing. Thank you for listening once again. We're here every day going over um, within 15 minutes the biggest headlines, biggest analyst calls, getting it to you quickly and directly. So, thank you for listening. Please go give me Luke Donate follow at Luke Donate on Twitter. You can also find me and my team at Running With The Money on Instagram and Facebook. And finally, go give my friends over at Pounding the Table a listen. They have an awesome podcast, and they actually just released an episode talking Coinbase, Michael Burry, and Bark Trucking, which is autonomous um, trucking. Um, But go give them a listen. You can listen to the Pounding the Table podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, literally wherever you listen to podcasts. Go give them a listen. They're consistently putting out big-time interviews and excellent content as well. In the meantime, easily profit, trade on, and I will see you tomorrow.